I, I want to tell you why I was laughing. <laughs> but it was part of a, a dream that I need to tell you in a few minutes. So, so just remind me if I forget, which I won't because I'll look at his face and I'll, I'll, I'll wait. No, he's leaving. That's right. Because he has to drive halfway to Connecticut today. Okay, I've got to tell you this before you leave. <laughs> and then I'll tell the dream later. But I had a dream this morning, and it just involved a cliff, put it that way. And uh, it wasn't a negative cliff. It was, it was a positive cliff. And <laughs> just in that last song, right at the end, when Corey was doing his Jesus, I don't know if you noticed, but it sounds the same as Jesus. (laughs) And he just gives me this picture of Corey just jumping off the cliff. It was hilarious. It was great. Thank you, God! There you go. There you go. (laughs) So good. Oh, man. And I, I, I had to hold in my laughter. That was just really funny. <laughs> there you go. You know, this morning I, well, last night, this morning, it all kind of blends together. We got in about one o'clock or so, and then uh, Michael and I had to take trailers back and and unload the small trailer at my house and all this. And then I had to drop him off. Then I had to go home. Then I had to shower because it was really bad. Surprised Lex let me in the house. But uh, So it comes to about 5 in the morning, and I'm trying to decide, is it worth going to sleep? Will I actually wake up? And so I decided to go to sleep, and I'm glad I did because I had this dream. And uh, the dream that, that the Lord just kind of added to, which was really cool. I'm going to tell you the dream in a minute because it has to do with creation. Or, or it's, a, it's a, a Lord, Lord's confirmation of something at creation. Let's, let's pray. Father, we worship you. We praise you. Lord, I pray your will be done today. We, we just declare your will be done in this place. And Father, even if I fall asleep as I speak, keep my mouth moving to just speak your words. Just your words, Father, none of my own. Just fill us with what you want us to have. In Jesus' name, amen. So, uh, um, as you can imagine, we're back early. Um, So clearly there was was, uh, some things that went on. At creation this year, and uh, it, it, I think was it put on God Squad or something yesterday? Yeah. Um, some of the stuff that happened. I mean, that was the physicality of what happened, but in the spirit, what happened is way more important. And let me back up a little bit to was it the night before last? Friday night. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Friday night. <laughs> Sorry. Friday night. We were up uh, um, Friday night. The Lord had told me, and I think I mentioned this to you, that creation would have an opportunity this year. This is the third year, the third creation year, 
of a prophecy that was to last three creation years. And if they did not do what the Lord wanted them to do within those three creation years, he was going to take it away from them. And I, don't, I didn't know, and I still don't know, exactly if he was going to strip it from them, close it down, and start something else, or not. Except that this, this year, we met so many volunteers where we saw a heart of absolute love. And Lord told me that in the heart of those volunteers is why he will not let it die. I don't know what form it'll change to. We'll talk about that in a second. But, but he will not let it die. It's for the sake of those volunteers that absolutely adore and love him. So I knew that they would have an opportunity. And we went throughout the week. And, uh, and my goodness. I mean, setup crew, I am so proud of you. And yeah. I know it was hot, but it felt like it was extra hot. I don't know why. It was just insanely hot. And uh, um, so we go throughout the week, and the Lord told me that that opportunity would come when they would normally have scheduled to go to their little money-making things that they do, and the choice would be to not do that. Not try to raise money because they were in the hole. They were in the hole 187,000 or something like that. Right. But but they were in the hole going into creation almost $200,000. So you can imagine going into creation, that's what was on their mind. Is taking care of those bills. And the test was the manipulation of that to take care of it versus saying, Lord, this is yours. So it's your responsibility to take care of it just like you want to, right? Friday morning, I had a spark of hope. Friday morning, we the, the worship team was asked to lead worship for the staff or some of the staff down at the fringe stage and all the security and all that, I guess, before they do their thing. And uh, so they went down there, and they were doing that. I went with them, and uh, and we were worshiping there. And the last song, the the lady said, you know, do two more songs. And and uh, what she didn't realize is our songs are really long. Okay, Jehovah's like a twelve minute song. And so they did. They did a song that was moderately short of I don't know seven or eight minutes. <laughs> and then Jehovah, which is 10 to 12 minutes. Well, about halfway through Jehovah, I see one of the security people coming up to the person who was in charge. I'm just kind of watching out of the corner of my eye. And clearly the person, because she even warned us, she said, when the band's ready, we've got to shut it down. We've got to stop for their sake because, you know, whatever, they're the band. And, uh, and so I see this lady walking over. And goes up to her, and you could tell what the person was about to say. It's like, it's time, we're past time. And all, what was that lady's name? Jesse. Jesse. All Jesse did was lift her finger like this. Said no. 
And then she got down on her knees and she worshiped the rest of the song. And the Lord told me that was a victory because that's what he wants creation leadership to do. That was an example in the spirit realm of what they were to do later that night because it was really the only opportunity. Because the only real worship set night was Friday night. It was Carrie Jo, which, by the way, her husband came with her, and they did nothing else, and it was incredible. And then Elevation Worship. So what, what, a, what a setting to just say, whatever you want, Lord. It was a tremendous setting. So I went into that night very hopeful. And it came and we, we worshipped with Carrie Job and her husband and, and it was phenomenal. And then, boom, I don't know, I don't even know what happened. I, it, it, does anybody know? It like stopped abruptly. Yeah, it, it wasn't even like, you know, faded out. No, okay, now we go to the next. It was like abrupt. It was kind of like, oh, you didn't realize that you got into it and you're way past time. Shut it down. And that's exactly what happened. And just like that. <laughs> and then, oh, the most annoying thing in the world. And they're all the same. None are different. They come, they come running out on stage. Creation! Free t-shirts. Yo-yo. Here's a free yo-yo. And and it's all this hype stuff of trying to get somebody excited for a free t-shirt. I I don't know. But they would go one after the other, probably five or six of these things, all pitching whatever their pitch was. And these are all paid sponsors. That's why they're doing it. That's why they had to get them out there because they're contractual. So you get that? They're contractual. So they go through all this. So they begin this process. And I got to tell you, I am so proud of this group. But I got to tell you somebody else I'm really proud of. It's Brooke. Because, see, it wasn't me. They called them together to war. I was frustrated. I was sick. I was just like, fine, take it away from them. Not even realizing that I'm deciding that when I'm supposed to be swinging my sword. But Brooke knew. Because she said, hey, we need to get everybody together right now. I said, okay, let's do it. We got everybody together, and we're standing. If you know, if you've been to creation, you know what I'm talking about, but you've got main stage down, and you've got this hill that goes up, and we always sit in the middle of the top because there's room to dance, and we just act like a bunch of weirdos. No one else wants to be there. No one else wants to be there. And now nobody really wants to be there. Either that or, 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 or it's just the opposite where people want to be because they're just as weird as we are. That, by the way, that dancer guy He's that was so in good. front of us. He's so good. He's so good. Wow. His name is Thomas. I talked to him and he 
Oh, Thomas, Thomas, if you ever hear this, you were just inspiring, my friend. Not, not a great dancer, but he was passionate. Passionate. I love that. Anyways, we were up right in the middle, and so Brooke just starts leading in worship. Okay, now remember, they're doing their advertising thing down there. And then we, we're worshiping, we're, everybody's yelling, Jesus! Every time there's a dead spot, Jesus! People are looking around like, okay, what's going on here? I, the Lord actually specifically told us to sing Jehovah. Right, yes, but throughout the night, I mean, even before that, during the worship with Carrie Job. Every dead space. Jesus! I know Jacob saw, how many angels were there? Eight angels down on stage. And, and, and when we would stop shouting Jesus, they would do it. They would keep doing it. So we're warring. We're just shouting. We're just praising. And getting some of the strangest looks. And I, I just, I told Brooke, I leaned over to her and I said, I said, we keep this up until elevation gets out here. And we did. We kept it for a long time until this guy starts singing. Clearly, I don't know who elevation is. I thought that's who it was. So I stopped. He starts singing and I, I don't even know if he sang a full song. Did he? Did he sing one full song? sings one full song, and then he goes into a pitch. Okay, and I'm thinking, the whole time I'm, I'm listening, and I'm thinking, this is a really odd way to start a concert. You know, you, you spend 20 minutes preaching, and, you, and you're, you're a worship band. And, and he was talking about abortion, and I kept thinking, okay, well, I mean, that's good. That's good, but I'm here to worship Jesus. You know, the whole time, I guess I should ask somebody, because the whole time I'm thinking this is elevation. And that's why we stopped, because elevation started. Turned out it was their main sponsor. Which, by the way, the sponsor's good. I'm not saying these sponsors are bad. But it was all about the sponsors. Finally, real elevation came up. And they started worshiping, and we worshiped with them. And, and it was so amazing to me that all the songs that they sang, all the, the words, the lyrics that they sang were absolutely prophetic. Ask anybody here. They were prophetic for the choice that creation just made. Because they were $37,000 short, and they couldn't go any further in the hole by telling their sponsors, No. See, because it's contractual. Those sponsors could then take back their money or not have to pay the rest of the money because they didn't give them their time slot. So we warred up there. And it was powerful. It was powerful. But it was sad. And, and I, had, I had different emotions. I wasn't, I wasn't sure quite how to feel. So we went to sleep, get up the next day, which was yesterday. And, you know, thinking, well, 
okay, they still do have one day left. You know, they could cancel everything tonight and just do worship teams or something. I thought, yeah, I mean, they, we, there's still hope. They could still do it. Of course, inside of me, I know good and well they're not going to cancel Skillet. Skillet, they probably paid a lot of money to. I'm sure they paid at least $50,000 to have them there that, that would just be wasted, just lost in their minds. So we're just kind of walking around, not sure how to feel. And all of a sudden, you know, we're doing the booth up top and all that, and Michael goes up to the booth taking people up there, and we had some people, I think, volunteering in different places. We had a few people out of camp, is my point. And I was in camp. I, I was, uh, um, uh, or Michael had just left, and he said, he said hey, there's, there's a storm coming, so you may want to tell everybody to button up the tents so they're, they don't get water in there. And, of course, I'm thinking in my mind, rain, right? Not thinking about wind. And I said, okay, yeah. And so we tell everybody, we get it all buttoned up and everything else. And I don't remember who told me, who, who came to me and said, put down the flaps of the tent. John. Okay. Seriously, slap me next time. <laughs> yes. And it, I just was not thinking about the wind, but all of a sudden, there was no warning. It wasn't a buildup of wind. It hit. It hit. I've never seen anything like it. Certainly never seen anything like it at creation. But when it hit, I didn't even see it fly because I was standing in the just out the doorway of the side of the trailer and... I was kind of, if the trailer's behind me, the tents are over there. I go to turn like this, and all of a sudden I feel this rush of wind, and then I go like this, and I get smacked by the top of the tent with the flagpole. Flagpole's 25 feet tall. I got smacked by the top of it because it, it, it broke the top. It hit me so hard, it threw me back into the trailer. I had already closed the back of the trailer because I didn't want the wind to get in or rain to get in, right? I had already closed the back of the trailer. By the time it threw me into the trailer, luckily it threw me onto the couch. Thank you, Lord. But it threw me into the trailer. I looked to my right out out the back of the thing, and the door is totally open. And I see the green tent over all the other tents. And I thought... What just happened? What just happened? And my arm's throbbing. I thought, oh, I broke my arm. What, what's, what's going on? I walk out and, and everything's gone. Everything's gone. I mean, of course, I, I, sometimes in a mode like that, I, I'm not sure I'd be a good EMT. Because in, in a mode like that, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, Let's settle down and think for a second. Not thinking that there are people in those tents, right? And I think Lindsay comes up to me. There are people in those tents. You told me not to move. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Don't do it. So the devastation was enormous. 
we had a lot of loss. We lost half our tents. Our big tent, I literally had to cut away to get it off the trailer. We couldn't lift it. I had to cut it with a knife, ruining about a $1,500 tent. And not only that, the worst part was having people injured. We had, I think, three or four get hurt. Zoe was the worst with a, with a concussion. She got hit by a pole in the head. Yeah, not one of the big tent poles. Praise God. Praise God, because those big tent poles would have, could have killed somebody. It was a speaker. Was it a speaker? It was a speaker. Okay. No, she got hit with the canopy tent, the canopy pole first, and then a speaker. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Point is, she got hit in the head. Twice. But it, it, it wasn't just our camp. It was all over. There was a person that was down at main stage that was up on scaffolding. And they were knocked off, blown off the scaffolding, right? And then I had heard of other people. I I heard of one guy where I don't know if he stepped on it somehow or if it just went through. But but a pole went, or a, a tent spike, you know, that you put a spike in the ground, went through a guy's foot. Did he step on it? Okay. You know, this, this was not a small thing. And, and, and I'm standing around, you know, I'm trying to decide, okay, is this a backlash from the enemy? Or is this something that, that God allowed? Well, certainly he allowed it, but, but that God even orchestrated. And I, I was having a hard time discerning that. I was trying to discern that because, because I felt like, and, and Shannon confirmed this, I, I can't remember if I talked to you or heard what you had said, but she confirmed it later. She, she said it was like Jesus flipping the money changers, right? Well, because that's what happened at the vendor booths. Yeah, and the vendor booths, they, a lot of them just flipped over. Luckily, nothing happened to ours. And just flying. Well, I, I know I know that 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 one vendor that was crazy about nuts or whatever whatever it was called or nuts about nuts or something. I, I can't remember. Total devastation. That trailer was totally devastated. Totally gone. One hundred percent loss. And um, you know, while I'm trying to decide in my mind what in the world. You know, was this was this God? Was this Satan? I, I was really feeling like it was a move of God. We just happened to be in the battlefield, and Greg was too stupid to put the flaps down. Did you know that worship tent, like creation of worship tent, collapsed in? Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, the tent has a giant thing in it. It's supposed to hold it up. It went down. Oh wow! With the songs were in it. Wow. Well, well, I'm I'm trying to decide. In my mind, again, as I said, is this Jesus? Is this you know the enemy's backlash, or or is it a mix of both? And I, and I kind of felt it was a mix of both. And it's pouring by this time. Um, it's still windy, devastation everywhere. People are everywhere. I mean, a, just a series of dents up the side of the trailer. On both sides, really. 
But the one on the, the, the worst series of one wasn't even from our tent. <laughs> it, it was from our neighbors or something. I don't know, you know, their tent went flying too. But So we're, we're kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to assess all this. By this time, everybody was up and, and, you know, I think we had an EMT there for Zoe and to check out Praise's shoulder and, and, you know, all that happened. And then I'm just getting frustrated and getting angry. And then all of a sudden, I have this camera in my face. <laughs> Can you tell us what happened? Oh, you <laughs> I said, Lord, <laughs> I haven't assessed yet if this is you or the enemy. But I, you know, I started out just very generic. Well, well, you know, uh, we're we're all doing okay, and and. Uh, um, yeah, I just think this was backlash. What? Backlash? What do you mean backlash? Well, well, you know, sometimes when things happen for God, the enemy tries to backlash whenever he can, however he can. Well, and you'd think she'd be satisfied, but no, she kept going, kept going, kept asking. Well, okay, what, what was the backlash for? And I literally stopped a second. I look up and I go, Lord, do you really want me to say this right now? God, thank you said yes. <laughs> okay. And I started to tell the whole story. I had no idea who this camera crew was. No, I know now. I know now. I didn't know at the time. But... Uh, I started to tell the whole story. I started with prophecy three creations ago. And I said that creation leadership would have a choice. And if they didn't make that choice for God within three creations, that it would not be theirs any longer. And I said last night they made that final choice. And now it's just academic. I said now they will lose it. I didn't realize this was creation documentary. <laughs> yeah, and and what's worse, it's it's from it's from a it's not from creation. It's from a band, so you know anything juicy they're going to use. You know, creation probably wouldn't publish it because it would be against them, right? Well, and 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 the thing that made me. You know, again, I, I, I'm going into everything, I, and I said everything. I just said everything. I didn't use names, but I did say creation leadership. But I told what the line in the sand was, told all these things, and then, you know, then I, I just kind of started to ignore them, and I started to pace and pray, and I'm hearing behind me Anissa just screaming. Screaming in anger, not scream, but I mean talking, you know, fighting. And so they made a beeline to her, and they go over to her, and they're they're like in her face, and and she's just. I, did you even see them? I saw them, but I was like finishing because at first I was just like. Uh, my head was just up to the sky, and I was like, whoever's around me, you can be around me. <laughs> so they, I mean, they got probably four or five minutes of that, 
<laughs> and then, uh, and then I noticed them next to me again when I was declaring for the land and, and saying, this is no longer creations. <laughs> and, um, and then they left. And you're no. she warred in the spirit. She warred in the spirit. Yes, she was warring. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. She was warring in the spirit. Yeah. Although, although, although her spiritual warfare is pretty physical. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> she, she, she has no voice today. And she's sore today. But So all this going on, they leave. We're trying to pick up the pieces. We're trying to figure out where everybody is. You know, there were a few people we didn't know where they were. And, and Tuesday night we're going to do testimonies because I, I think there's, there are so many perspectives. I think it would be helpful for you to hear this. But at this point, I started to... I can't describe my feelings. They were anger. They were frustration. They were discouragement. They were, um, I don't even, I can't even describe it. And then, then we all talked about this. And, and, and basically for us to stay there that night, we would have had to sleep in cars because of everything that we lost. And, and, and we, so we decided to come home last night. And that, that was even worse for me. That was tough for me because I felt like I felt like I was leaving a battlefield and I, I just don't do that. That was hard for me. And so I, I, I fell into this frustration, this funk, if you will. And and Satan was just all over it. He was trying to exploit anything and everything. I mean, if you could imagine Corey and I having a fight, we did. I can't imagine it, and I'm talking about it. I, I was one of them. I mean, that, that was how absurd the, this frustration, because he was feeling the same frustration. He even came up to me as we're packing up and, and, and you know, trying, we had already made the decision to go, and he's, he just said that. This doesn't sit well with me. He said, I want to fight. I want to stay and fight. I don't want to leave. And I said, I know, me too. But we're both driving trailers. <laughs> so, that's kind of how I even ended the night. You know, and I talked to, I talked to Alexis. She was very encouraging. Michael and I had a good conversation. He was encouraging. But bottom line is I didn't know how to feel because I couldn't understand if that was God that brought that camera crew there or if it was a setup from Satan. And I, and I couldn't figure it out. I mean, I, I knew, I believed even if it was Satan, and I declared this, that, that whatever he intends for evil, God can work to good to those who love him and live according to his purpose, which I do. So I claimed it. But it still bugged me. You ever, you ever feel like you just got had? And it just, it angers you. That's how I felt. I just wanted to hit him. 
And that's how I ended my night at, in the morning. And I said, well, Lord, I, I, maybe I just need to go to sleep and get a few hours because you give me a different perspective when I wake up. And he did. He gave me a dream that was an answer. It was an answer. First of all, I, not an answer specifically to if that was a setup from Satan, although now I tend to think it was not. But the Lord did tell me before I went to bed, either way, it doesn't matter. Because his will will be done. See, see, the thing I was worried about is, is I had this relationship that I was beginning to build with Bill, the owner of creation. And, and not, that, not that it was about, well, he'll let us in because of this relationship. No, it was just the opposite of that. See, because I know that we will be in control of that. That relationship was important to me because I believe his heart is for the people and his heart is for creation. And see, if he sees that tape, he'll think that this whole thing was manipulated. It's not. So that's why I was angry. But the Lord said it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he sees it. Because I will perform my will regardless to those who love me and are sent according to my purpose. So I went to bed and I had this dream. And it was a short dream. And at first it didn't make sense, but I, I was buying a new house. And I was looking at these homes and they were literally on a cliff, on the edge of a cliff. And I, I don't mean a small cliff. I mean, you couldn't see the bottom cliff. It's like, you ever see those movies where you look over the edge of a cliff and it's just clouds? It's like, okay, that's really far. That's what it was. And, and I remember when I went to buy the house, or when I, when I was looking at different houses to buy, they were beautiful houses, lush green lawns. In fact, from the, from the front... And I'm remembering this right now. From the front yard, looking in, you don't even see the cliff. Because it was lush green grass right up to the edge. And, and you, you ever see those in, infinity pools? Where you just see kind of this edge of water and you, it just looks like going up. And that's, that's what it looked like from the front. But then the realtor, let, let me walk you around back and look, look at these houses. The houses were beautiful. I, I didn't even pay attention to the houses. I looked at the cliff, and I remember, I remember, because I don't know if you know this, but I have difficulty with heights. I have a lot of difficulty with heights. No, not because I'm afraid that I'll fall. It's because I'm afraid because I want to jump. That's, that's, and and I, I thought it was only my sickness, but when I talked to a a doctor about it one time. He said, oh, no, that's, that's a real thing. People have that. <laughs> I said, okay, good. I'm part of a group. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so in my dream, I'm, I'm literally crawling on my belly up to the edge of this cliff and looking off. And that's when I saw that you couldn't see the bottom of it. Then I crawled back. I'll take it. I bought it. And the cool thing was, 
it wasn't anything to walk right on the edge. Just stay walking on the edge. Oblivion down there. Lush green grass here. Walking on the edge. Even so, I don't know if you know this about me, I love to mow my lawn. I'm one of those sick people that really enjoy mowing my lawn. Amen. It's, it's about the only time I truly have to myself. And so in my dream, I am on my big, I have this big 54-inch mower, one of, the, one of those zero turns, and it's fast. And I'm right on the edge because I, I don't want to have to trim. I'm right on the edge, so I get every blade. And I'm just going, you know how, how the edge of a, a, of a cliff, it's not like straight, it's like this. So I'm like, actually, it's more like this. And I'm just cutting the lawn. And it was nothing. It was nothing. See, so I woke up from that. And I recognized that it didn't matter if that was a setup or not. Because God is going to use you when you jump. When you're not afraid of the edge. It's kind of like preparing a table, buffet table before you in the presence of your enemies. You could be in this insane atmosphere and be in perfect peace. No matter what. And that's what I felt this morning when I woke up. And that's when I knew that that relationship will be okay. Whether he sees it or not. Because God is in it. And I gave him my yes. I bought the property next to the cliff. So did you. We're neighbors. I'll mow your lawn if you need me to. (laughs) But see, what he does is he implants these things in our hearts so that we're not afraid of the things that would naturally make us afraid, naturally make us think that there is loss. And I I woke up this morning feeling absolute victory. It doesn't matter that we lost tents. It doesn't matter that that we have all this damage with the trailer. It doesn't matter that we, we lost that part of the big tent. I mean, it matters that those people were injured. But the stuff doesn't matter. In fact, it's an investment. Sevenfold is what he owes us. Amen. So does that mean we get seven big green tents? We're not sending seven big green tents. <laughs> right, can he send the crews to set them up? That would be good. And tear them down. Well, we didn't technically have to tear it down this year. <laughs> he did it for us. Yes, he did. I want to read something to you, and then I'm going to close. Seven times better. There you go. Uh, Okay, I've got to tell you this. You know what? We're probably not going to get to this, but I've got to tell you this. The Lord was giving me all week. He was giving me these visions of what he wants it to be. And I've got to tell you, Peter and Lindsay, be thankful for them. 
They were phenomenal with the youth. It, it, it kind of made me want to be a youth, right? But I got to tell you about one of the things they did. Well, you probably saw it maybe on Facebook because um, they did Facebook Live, but they had this water fight that was absolutely hilarious. It was insanely funny. And, and, and I'm just, I mean, I had, I had fun just watching it. I really would have enjoyed doing it. And then they did because they all came and hugged me afterwards. And got me, yes, yes, I know, I know, I know. My eighth year at creation, I had never been pranked ever. Ever. And I got pranked. In fact, I hope that mustard comes out of my shorts, honey. They got me pretty good. Yeah, but it, but the the vision that God gave me, I mean, this, this water fight was so awesome. And, and you're seeing everybody playing and, and just having fun together, just connecting together. And, and we, had, we had several people that didn't know anybody, you know, and just connecting, just loving, loving each other. And so we're sitting up on the top of the hill that I think it was that night. And I just had this vision over and this this main stage area is huge, 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 huge. I mean, it can hold seventy five, eighty thousand people. And I just had this vision of these youth groups having this massive water fight over the whole main stage area. And I thought, wow, how awesome would that be? Because see, creation is not supposed to be about the music or about the bands. It's supposed to be about unity. It's supposed to be about Jesus and the family of Jesus. And that's what it's going to be. He showed me that it's going to be more, probably more like a youth camp than you might think, although it would also be like creation. You know, I look there, and we we have it really good. Because we have people that love each other, and we've built up over time, and we can do things. There's so many youth groups that come there that can't. You know, they, they have five, six, seven, eight, nine people. They have a small camp. They have little resources. And see, creation should be about pulling them in, uniting everybody together. It was just, just, just beyond cool. Beyond cool, what he wants to do with it. And, and after, uh, he, he gave me this vision before, and after the wind, I thought, oh, that makes even more sense now. <laughs> he gave me a vision of these mobile cabins. And he gave me a diagram in my head, even, of these mobile cabins that, that you, you just hook them up to a, a little you know, utility vehicle, you tow them anywhere, you, you just uh, you crank out this thing that levels them, because if you know creation, it is not level, right? And each one has bunk beds inside. Each one has a partition that you could pull if you have boys, girls. Each one has a bathroom. Yes. I mean, it is a porta potty Don't get too excited. <laughs> but, it's, but it's all there, and, and, and the vision he gave me was when they're not being used, they're they're just in a section of that area and just put together and, and, and packaged, if you will. But then when they're used, they're brought out and they can be 
they're squares, so they can be put in, like, together to where, you know, kind of round to where they're all facing each other and have a fire pit in the middle. All these things, and, and, and yet these are solar powered, so they have electricity. <laughs> no Wi-Fi. We cut the Wi-Fi. Right? They, they have these things, but it's for the sole purpose that any youth group, doesn't matter, or, or any family, for that matter. We met a family there that, that just comes up every year. Any family could get one of these and be a part of something. Just be a part. Not having to go there and, and just enjoy music. Uh, by the way, eight years of there, I, I don't even like going to concerts. I really don't. I like going with these people. I enjoy being stupid on the hill. I enjoy flopping my head so much that I can't stand up. And I have to sit down, otherwise I will fall down. Right, that's what it's all about. It's about the unity of that. So this creation, it was special. It was the third one in that prophecy. And I'm pretty convinced they didn't get the money. Because I don't know how many people left, but a lot did. I mean, when we left and they were starting the, the nighttime stuff up there, there couldn't have been half of what was there the night before. And usually on that last night, it's 50% more than what you have the rest of the time. Be- because people will come in for concerts just for the day or just for the evening. And, they, and there were no lines, right? There was nothing happening. So pray for them. Pray for Bill. He is... He is an amazingly nice guy. The whole staff are amazing. (laughs) Yes, indeed. The whole staff are just dedicated. The volunteers. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I met this lady who was in charge of all the volunteers, and she is a volunteer. I mean, what a crazy job to not even get paid for. And yet she did it with joy, with love. And, and we, we did have an opportunity to talk and, and share some, some personal things. And, and, and I saw in her the heart of ignition. I saw in so many of these the heart of ignition. In Jess, is that what her name was? Jessie. Okay, well, I got part of it. I saw the heart of ignition. And what I mean by that, not, not the heart of our local church, because you know that's not what ignition is. Ignition is the heart of God. So pray into that. Pray into that. God, God is, now we just wait. Now we wait and see what he wants to do, right? So let's pray. And, and, and Alex, I, I know that the Lord had given you something, and I think... You still have something, so I, I want you to come up. But let me uh, let me just pray for creation real quick as she's coming up. Father, we worship you, and Lord, we love you. We will st- we will buy those homes on the edge of the cliff, 
Thank you, God, for the lush grass. Thank you, God. It, it, it didn't have any weeds. That was awesome. Thank you, God, that it was beautiful and, and I got to mow it. Thank you. But thank you it was on the edge of the cliff. And thank you that on the edge of that cliff we didn't have to worry. We didn't have to live in fear. We could walk right on the edge. Because if you told us to jump, like apparently Corey did, then it's a glorious, glorious jump. And you're right there to catch us, do what you want with us, put us back on the cliff. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'm sure looking forward to Tuesday night for the testimonies that are here. I know what he said, different perspective. Um, even just to hear Shannon's perspective briefly from the ladies' class was really good. Um, I, you know, I know the Lord will unpack what he gave me um, because... He, he just changed it up, and it was very interesting. My sister, um, who's in town, Michael's brother, Justin, just had a, a second child, and my sister's in town, and she had a dream, and she texted me. They were in New York yesterday, and she texted me, and she said, I dreamt. She said it was a very random but crystal clear dream. She said, I dreamt that the whole of creation was coming back early. She said, I don't understand. Oh, wow. <laughs> so... It was very interesting. So when she saw in God Squad the storm and all that was happening, and then when I posted the decision to come back, because she, she had told, she said, why did I have this dream? She told both Justin and Caitlin that. So that was interesting. Um, I don't know what all that means. God will reveal. But I will leave you with one question to ask yourself this week. This, is the, this, this will be the one-minute sermon. What is, what is your one thing? You know, we know Greg's favorite verse, one thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, okay, to dwell, to be with, with Jesus and to, to live all the days of your life with the Lord. But we know the Christian answer, but ask God to reveal to you what is my one thing, both my one thing that I long for the most, that I need the most. And the one thing that I have a hard time releasing into your hands, Lord. Um, situations, and we talked a little bit about that with the ladies very, very briefly. Storms of life that happen will reveal very quickly where you're anchored. And sometimes we so know the Christian answer to... Well, we know the one thing is Jesus. The one thing, you know, we want, the one thing is God and, and whatever you want, Lord, and, and all these things. But only God can reveal if that's the verbal mantra, if that's the learned response, or if that's really the true gut go-to of your life. And that's what he's been dealing with me on. And, um... You know, he gave me tons of verses, but that one verse in Philippians 3 that talks about the people that, that Paul was challenging in the Philippian church that were acting like the lost, and he said that their God is their belly or is their appetite. And he's like, you know, we have certain things that, that are our go-to, certain things that mean a lot to us. 
and um, that we can't let go of. And it's interesting. It's everything from security to not letting go of pain to whatever it may be. But ask God to reveal that because um, I think the group of creation got to really learn a lot about themselves in a, in a sudden situation, a crisis situation, the change, the working together. What, what does it look like at the possibility of losing all your stuff? You know, a lot of interesting things get revealed. Layers get shown to be the truth of your life when you go through difficult things like that. And that's only just a, a picture of it. But, but ask God to answer that question for you. Because what you don't want to find is that, you know, you're caught up in the emotion, in the camaraderie, in the surface unity of warring together in worship. But then when you stand alone and the waves of this world that James 1 talks about that hit you, when they come, you aren't really anchored in what you're supposed to be anchored in. You just were kind of absorbing what people were into around you. And, um, and that is the essence of this line in the sand. I think there were many years that the leadership of creation didn't doubt for a second that this is about Jesus. This is about God. See, God, be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that will he also reap. And if you really say you want God... He has to go through the process of revealing it to you. That is what he did at creation. He, he heard the hearts. And there was a remnant there that does want him. Yes. But what happened? First thing that happened? Purging out the known sin. The Achan in the group. Which you guys know about that controversy. You know. Then it was going deeper. Surgically going deeper. And going, look, you say you want me. But I'm, I'm the one and only true God. So i got to show you that you don't exactly want me like you think you want me. And, and so he's, he's had to reveal that. And isn't he doing that in our own lives? Yes. You know, sometimes we get so caught up in knowing what to say and knowing how to react because we're just, we're just in it. And then you'll go through certain things in your life where you're just like, why? Why am I struggling with that or not getting victory with that? God's trying to, to bring you to an authentic absolute, you know what side of the line you're on. Tragedy can't pull you away from the Lord. A sudden shift in your schedule, an illness, a, you know, anything, trauma, it can't, because that's when the line is really revealed. You could say all day long, I know I'm on the right side of the line, but how many people, after a devastating experience, find themselves not walking with the Lord anymore? And so that's what, God doesn't want that ignition. He wants to sanctify, Brooke said at the beginning of one of the earth songs this morning, Purify us, Lord. Don't pray that lightly. Yeah. Don't pray that lightly. When God is in the process of purifying and, and purging up the, the dross to scrape it off, that's quite a process. Yeah. But it's also a beautiful one. Because, man, when you find out and get to a place where your relationship really is authentic, it's a beautiful thing. So, um, so ask, ask that. And be ready for the answer. Fully expect don't be afraid of the answer. Most of us won't even pray that prayer, the search me, oh God, try me, know my thoughts, know my... Because we don't, we don't want to see the, the ugly that God's saying has to go in order to draw as close as we say we want to be to him, right? But once he gives us the answer, then place it in his hands. Say, okay, wow, I don't like that. I don't like what I'm seeing in myself. I don't, 
I don't like that I can't deal with that. That every time something tough happens, I, I, this is my comfort. I'm soothing myself over here because of an appetite that's not anchored in you. You aren't my full appetite because this is my coping, coping mechanism over here. This is the one thing I haven't quite placed in your hands. Yeah. Only God can reveal to you what that is because Satan loves our blinders. He just puts blinders and blinders and blinders. And that's why God said, don't be deceived. You will reap what you sow. But some of us don't know what we're sowing. So ask God, what is that one thing? Um, and then uh, I don't want you to forget announcement-wise that if you need prayer, 